Welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. My name is Jasmine. I am your host for this beautiful podcast where we have just conversations and we talk about life, possibilities, just, you know, that kind of stuff. And so <laughs> today I have a friend, Lily Sace. You say Sace? I say Sace, like rice. Sace, like rice. Okay, so I don't know if you know, but I am French. I and do. Lily say. So it actually, you know what it means, right? No. Lily knows. Oh. That's what, that's what that, that your last name in French means knows. So Lily knows. Wow. So I love that. Yeah. That's a nice series on 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 Instagram. <laughs> okay. knows. I know I might have to trademark that and then I'll credit you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so thank you so much for accepting to be uh, a guest on the podcast. And um, I'm going to give a little just to you guys who are listening. Lily and I met during a class with Rob Cook. Everybody knows Rob Cook. And so Lily and I met during that time and Lily is the, we were talking about public speaking, right? And I don't know why you came on to public speaking. Were you having issues with public speaking or did you think you have issues with public speaking? No, I think it was the first program of Rob's that I saw being offered and I'm just such a fan of his. And so it was like, speak and be heard. And well, I also do think, and especially at that time, I could be more eloquent. I could be well-spoken. So I think it is a story of mine that, um, and I think I'm continuing to get better, but definitely that was, I think last year, almost a year yeah. ago, yeah. where um, I think, especially in discussing, discussing and discussing and shifting <laughs> the principles when in a short bit, like if someone's not yeah. gonna, oh, now I'm working together. I felt like I couldn't do it justice. Um, which I actually, I know is kind of common when you're, how do you describe this? Um, yeah. So yeah, I honestly, I think, and I don't think I'm where I want to be with public speaking. I think, it, I think my words get muddled when they come out. And sometimes it takes me a while um, to get there. That's my own perception is like, oh, I could have said that better. Um, and so I, I honestly probably think it's not even that I get nervous, but um, I, I think I definitely feel happier with how I speak in the past year. But so, yeah, I guess I, that was a long explanation. But <laughs> yeah, but there is and I, you know, as as the question came out of my, my mouth, I was like, well, it's not about having issues. It's about, you know, especially speaking be heard. This class was just like for me, I was I was there as a tech. You know, I was I was helping I was helping Rob as a tech, but I learned so much stuff, you know, from it. I learned, you know, the the thing that I learned was that I didn't connect. That was one of the major things that I learned. That I if I'm one on one, I connect, but if I get to a group, I don't connect. Like there, I put whatever I put. There's a barrier there. There's a, something that shows up that <clears throat> I I all of a sudden I'm not showing up. It's like a facade of me or something else. And, and I saw that and that just transformed the way that I speak 
literally, you know, and that's how I was able to, I'm now doing the 3P French community and we're doing webinars and I'm actually speaking on the webinars, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking from a, let me show you what I can do place, you know, kind of thing. So, but what's interesting, uh, one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk to you about, because I know that you talk a lot about it, and that's anxiety, right? Yeah. And so you were, like, because I was anxious. I, I, I don't speak about it, but I was very anxious. Um, I remember, I was, I, I, I joke around and I say, there was, I had five years of insomnia. Really, it was anxiety <laughs> that caused the insomnia, right? Because I was so anxious. But um, I, I, I'm so happy that I learned where my anxiety came from. Yeah. Did you learn it in with the three principles understanding, or was it a different? Um, I honestly, it wasn't. I wasn't in the three principles yet when I learned it. Um, but understanding the three principles made me see what I had understood without knowing, you know, like we try to put words, like you said, we try to put words to this understanding and it's very hard to put words. Yeah. 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 I have a girlfriend who's a writer and I, you know, I, I, for a little while was writing stuff. Now I'm a talker Uh, for a little while was writing stuff and I was writing like I speak and I, I would write a lot of the times I would say, and I can see that this is happening. And she was like, but you're not seeing. And I'm like, yes, I am seeing. I like, I'm using the word seeing as seeing from within. And every time she would hear the word seeing, she would hear the word seeing with my eyes, you know, with the eyes. And so she would always edit me and it just didn't feel right. Right. And we started talking and started coaching. We started exploring this conversation and now she's using seeing. (laughs) (laughs) So it's hard to put words to what we get, because it's something that's that we just intuitively know. And then sometimes the word just doesn't even, like you said, give it justice. Right. So what happened for me, like when I saw the power of my mind with anxiety was I, I think I actually, I didn't see it the same way that I'm seeing it now. Because what I did before, like my first insight on anxiety was I had created this big monster in my mind that was really making me, you know, anxious and fearful and, and all of this. And I was able to create the soothing mechanism that extinguished the monster. Yeah. Yeah. So once I was able to do that, you know, then I was like, I got this. I got this now. When I feel like this, I'm just going to create something else that's going to soothe it, soothe it. But then when, when I learned of the three principles, I didn't have to play the game of creating something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it already within you? Is that what you're get like? Um, 
I didn't have to create anything. I saw that it was creation. And I was I was able to stop feeding it. I was able to stop giving it energy because whether whether I was creating it or soothing it, I was still giving it energy, therefore keeping it in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, yes. Yeah. Even what I had the image of yeah. Even if you're like, well, now I'm going to think positively. If it was like that was still work. Not that you were doing that, but it was like, yeah. wait, there was even less work for me to do. Even though I you found something that was like. Oh, this helps me feel less anxious, experience more peace. Yeah. But wait, I, peace is just even waiting there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your, like, I, I got bad words, right? So it's hard to explain, but let me see yours. I want to hear your words. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was a bit different. Um, I experienced anxiety as a child and then definitely as a teenager and young adult. I actually think as a, like, from, 14 or around there got muddled with an eating disorder, but it was all like, to me, anxiety level one. And then I experienced a panic attack in mm. 2011. And before there, I'd also kind of had, um, a fear of insanity just because of how I think it was portrayed in the media and also how it was discussed, I think like in the nineties too. And to me, it was like, you could reach this place of insanity and it's a point of no return, like straight jackets. And, um, and also my, some people in my family would say, oh, mental illness runs in our family and use the term, like my grandmother went crazy, which I know we don't really say anymore, but it was all like background. But when I had a panic attack for me, my panic attack also involved this like loss of sense of reality. It was now I know it was like derealization and depersonalization. I just felt like, oh, now I saw a peak of like, you really could go insane. So it brought my mental health and my anxiety to like now 2.0, um, where I was. And during this time, I was also a school psychologist. So I'd always loved mental health, personal development, self-growth. Like I'd already been in therapy, um, and different various treatment things for, a decade before and but it had it had not gotten so severe until then so then i ramped it up even more of like oh my gosh because a panic attack was scary but i also felt like worse is to come because i could lose my sanity and um and so i was like i have to take it very seriously although i think already at that time i also was already struggling with health anxiety which i had for a long time but right before my panic attack, I had started having a very unhealthy obsession with health. So like orthorexia, I had gone to a CrossFit gym, which was fun, but then it was like so much talk about paleo and primal. And I had just had a daughter and I was just about to feed her and she felt like this blank slate. And so, um, I was like, if I could feed her in a way and she wouldn't have any mental or physical illness, which is a lot of the books around paleo and primal kind of was like grains are to blame and dairy and Western life and whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, but I can get very obsessive. And so I like read every book, every podcast, every, you know, and so probably setting myself up to have a panic attack. And also I had an adverse reaction to a medication, but so I just was like, I got to even paleo harder and eat. I, I mean, I was so deep in it. I made all my own food. I only shopped at the farmer's market. 
Um, my meat was blessed in a Native American blessing ceremony. I also tried to be zero waste because then I'd go onto the environment. I made my own cleaning products, my own beauty products. Um, just because it didn't just go for food, but it was like so much. Um, so, but then I was like, also like, wait, if I'm, if I'm eating perfectly and have this perfect environment, like cave people did, I should not be experiencing anxiety. Like maybe, um, and so I just would like biohack and like try this different diet and this supplement. And I then also very traditional talk therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. And um, also, so I had a panic attack driving. And so as often happens, what you then can have like panic about panic and anxiety about anxiety. And I live in Los Angeles and I, you know, driving and it was on the freeway. So then for seven years, I struggled with driving anxiety and panic attacks and being in that kind of paleo, like clean eating, biohacking. It was so much about like the importance of sleep and the importance of this supplement and this, like, oh, I just would get so lost and thought I need, I had a very long night routine and I try to make my bed like a cave um, and avoid TVs and blue lights and unplug the Wi-Fi and I'd meditate and I, okay, and I would, I'm anxious now. I know. Okay. Sorry. So I'll, I mean, I could go on and on for more because I literally did so much wow. and, but, um, I mean, really even more everything from holistic to traditional and some things would work. And I would send myself to retreats, um, and do, you know, things that were like seven days of intense therapy. They're like, this is like seven years. And I would feel good at times, you know, and certain things would, would be helpful, but nothing was long lasting. And also I was exhausted because I had a very long night routine and I had a very long morning routine because I had really started to believe that like I was broken and, um, I couldn't just like chill out and watch TV and go to sleep. It was like, no. Um, and so after another, I don't know, panic attack or something. I just went on to Google and put in like anxiety health and out pops Sari Taylor actually. And so Who? she, Sari Taylor, she's in the UK. She's in the principles community. Okay. And so she was offering like a five or seven day. She sent you one video about anxiety. It's like 30 minutes. And I'm like, I'll try this. And as the principles do, like it spoke to me and it was one of my first insights was there was less for me to do. And it was kind of very exciting because at that time I was like, I'm doing a lot. And, um, and I also started to see that because Siri was the first person that seemed to have anxiety as bad as me. And, um, for a bunch of reasons, but I was like, it gave me hope. And then through hearing about the principles, I saw that my wisdom got me through every panic attack. And so before I had so much shame around my panic attacks because it felt like a failure and it felt like, oh my God, I have to make sure that never happens again. And I saw, oh my God, I got through that first one and I got through everyone. So maybe I don't need to plan for the future. Um, and maybe all my planning is actually the thing that's setting me up for panic. And then I also would do uh, so much to try to change my thoughts. So I would do a lot of tapping emotional freedom technique, like, and I, um, and I would just, 
I thought there, like, if I felt anxious, there was something I needed to do and to move my thoughts. Like, cause I had also done a lot of thought work and shaking it out and yoga therapy. And then through that, I'm like, oh my gosh, again, there's less for me to do because my thinking flows on its own. I don't need to like find the cognitive distortion because in CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, you're like, where's this cognitive distortion? And yeah. here's my fucking workbook. And, and like, oh yeah, you were like deep. I was, de- I mean, I was deep. So I, just started, it started to just change my life. And, and also honestly, then I did think maybe this is too simple. And I went back and did a little thought work and I kept being like, the principles are it. And I saw something. So I got excited to, and some of it just kind of already spoke to very much how I worked as a school psychologist. So I got interested in the spark curriculum, um, and bringing that to schools and well, um, I'll, I'll change. I, I'll stop before I talk about becoming, you yeah. know, a principal's coach, but that was my experience with anxiety. And I just started having much more ease with driving and I stopped fearing panic attacks. I stopped taking things so personally. So I saw, I came into the principal's conversation because of panic attacks and driving anxiety. I would never have said I had health anxiety because I really thought like, I know much more than anybody. And if anybody knows as much as me, like nobody's going to be like, I was so jealous of these moms that would like feed their kids, non-organic strawberries and Doritos. I'd be like, I wish I could be as ignorant as you. Um, because I, (laughs) which is, but I thought I could never be at peace knowing what I know because it wasn't even just food. It was like, I just, my kid's safety was so overwhelming from food to kidnappers, to people texting and driving to just, it was like, my anxious brain, you know, that loud brass band, it was so loud, but I also thought I needed to worry. Somebody needs to worry to keep people safe. And so my parents, mm. loved I felt like they were too carefree. My ex-husband too carefree. And so like, you know, from being a child, my parents would leave the doors open and they, they travel and they'd go in cars. I was like, we need to just lock the doors and stay inside. And, mm. um, and then to my ex-husband was just carefree, but I really, until coming to the principal's, I honestly thought you have to worry. Somebody has to worry. And reluctantly that like, and to me, worry also was like obsession and not enjoying life. Um, And I had no idea that that was possible. So through the, not only did my panic attacks fall away and I had ease with driving, but without working on it, my health anxiety completely fell away. And I had already done some stuff because I stopped getting my period during that time of obsession with health. It didn't actually have anything to do with my weight. I was just incredibly obsessed and stressed. So I had already kind of before the principles was like, okay, I actually can't be this obsessed about health anymore. Cause I wanted to have a, a second child and I, my hormones were in the postmenopausal range. So, and I was 31, mm-hmm. but I had been obsessed for three years, like severely. Um, and So I did it, but I was more like, all right, I'm going to stop doing this so I can get, uh, get pregnant. Uh, I'll eat all the stuff, but it was more like, it wasn't, I truly didn't believe it. And so when I came into the principles, it was like my health anxiety just fell away. And also even before I'd been like, I've been working so hard to try to like dismantle the paleo myths and health myths. I've been working, I'd work so hard. I work with coach after coach and workbook to also accept my body because it was health, but I still had disordered 
thoughts about my body and food. And I just worked so hard at like self-love and self-acceptance. And with the principles, it was just like, I never even, it just was like, poof, that, that, that fell away. Um, so much of it. Um, and so it just transformed not only my, my anxiety, but my relationship to food and my body, my, and my, just my relationships in general. So it sounds like it was it like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I think I'm going to go simple. I'm going to simplify this right now, but it feels like there was like, there was something, the, the core thing that was there for you, that was that there was something wrong with you and you were trying to fix you were trying desperately to fix by any which way you thought was possible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like I'm not saying that this is the truth you tell me, but it feels like when you heard the conversation, what you heard was that there was nothing wrong with you. Yeah. 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 It was because I, I, I heard there was nothing wrong with me. And then I think that second part that was like, there's less for me to do. Mm. I don't have to think to keep myself or my family safe. It was this, you, you know, cause I think there was that second part that was a very big, which I didn't, I didn't, I, I never even thought possible. So I wouldn't have thought to seek that out because before when I was actually very struggling with my anxiety, um, after I had two kids, I'd be so overwhelmed. Sometimes I would yell. And that just was so not who I was, especially just in the car, I'd be really overwhelmed. So I had this like year of being frustrated and yelling in the car. And so I would do all these like peaceful parenting courses and meditate for an hour with specific meditations and read books on yelling. And like, then I would do, you know, like met and, and that was so backwards because when my well being rose, I, and I, my level of, so it was like, it was, you know, I saw also there's nothing wrong with those things, but I literally would do so many courses and they would, and I, um, it was so much simpler because it was, um, I don't even know how to describe that, but like, yeah. So well, it was when you stop looking at everything, when you stop looking at all your problems, then you stop looking for the corrections to the problems when you stop doing that then you can see other stuff that was already there that if you were to continue to look at your problems and the solutions to fix your problems you would have never seen it's just it i think it's normal <laughs> i think that it's just inevitable and we just don't see it i think think we don't we don't even see the problem like a lot of the times when I uh, when when I first started coaching I was used I would use these examples you know I was like I was when I'm trying to point somewhere and let me give you an example and I tell jokes or I tell funny stories and the one story I would use a lot would be the girl that was going to the garage because the motor on her car wasn't working anymore and you know she tells this the garage guy and the garage guy he's like trying to fix it he's looking for he can't and doesn't understand why the 
uh, engine doesn't work he undoes it he's like she's he's got the car for two weeks the girl's like what's going on what he was i'm sorry i can't help and then this other guy comes along and sits in the car and says what the problem and they said the, the engine doesn't work and he turned the key and he went well do you guys know that there's no gas in the car like it's kind of like when you're not looking at the right problem also when you're not you know you got to look at the you got to be able to see when you're always looking in the one direction you can't see anything else yeah yeah it's so true i think i had heard somebody when i was re-watching or watching for the first time the three puk recordings and i think it was i i can't remember when you're focused on the problem you miss the possibilities yes and and also I thought about myself so much. And when I thought I needed fixing, it just, and so for me, I think being a mom also, like my head would be so noisy because I was this broken person I needed to fix. So then my kids would irritate me because I'm like, you guys, I gotta, I gotta focus on myself. And when there's no problem, my head was just like, when I didn't have to fix me, because I truly, I never really heard it, even though I'd hear that, because I also loved spirituality, but something about how the three principles are discussed made it so simple that I'm like, yeah. Oh, I, I'm not broken. I'm not special, but I think, you know, also when I saw Sari and then Nicola Bird with somebody early, I'm like, oh, they're as anxious as me. And I'd never really heard it. So it was a, it was a nice, um, it was a nice blend of those two sharing the principles where I was like, I saw me in my anxiety portrayed and their well-being. And I was able to be like, I, if they have well-being, I have well-being. And then it just expanded to, we all have well-being. Like, and, and my fear of insanity was like, everybody's sitting in the middle of mental health. I'm not special. This isn't so personal. I don't need fixing. I don't actually even have to do anything. <laughs> I come back to balance. It was just a, it's so simple that, and so I, that's where I see people where it's like this false problem. I'm, I'm broken. And, and the things I'm doing aren't working where it's like, oh, wait, no, you just, you don't even have an understanding of, of how wonderful you are and of how you're made. And that's, it's just such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. You said something earlier and I'm trying to remember. It triggered something. I should have taken a note. It doesn't matter. My, it, it's going to come back. <laughs> it's going to come back. What I want to talk about is, so so how long have you been in the three principles conversation now? Just a little over five years. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Oh, I've been in the conversation since 2011. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I, I, I did my certification with Michael in 2020, Michael Neal. And, but I was listening to him way before that. And, um, I'm saying 2011, but I, I, I have to admit that there's something that occurred to me that, that there's, there's something that happened. Like for me, it was, it was a process. It's definitely a, a, a developing process. It, it keeps going and keeps going and it keeps going. And I, and I love it because I, I'm still amazed at stuff that I figure out and stuff that I'm, I'm seeing and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm like, ah, you know, it, things happen. Like I work with my clients and, and I do things like, I think I've said this in, in an episode, I'm sorry guys, but now I'm telling Lily. Um, <laughs> um, so I have this client that, you know, he, we we're working together and, 
and we started talking about writing a book, which was never in his face. It was, you know, it was not there and we didn't announce it to anybody. And as we started putting energy into the conversation of that, uh, like he's starting to get like all of a sudden emails, people, you know, telling him, I would like to, I would like to help you with your book or when is the book coming out? And we're like, but we never talked anything about the book. And it's just amazing to me how once you touch this kind of energy, things just show up and, and I see them. That's the thing, right? I see them. Yes. Yes. I love that. And to me, when it's, it's also that our little brain doesn't have to work so hard to like, okay. And to, to me, it's like when you line up and sometimes like the universe shows up or like, oh wait, that's so interesting. Um, how life works out or like, you know, and oh wait, this piece of, this might occur to me, you know, it's all like, we, we, we don't have to work so hard. Um, that's so kind I of, wanna, you know, I want to ask you about, about hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Like, just so you know, my mind goes, what the fuck? <laughs> How did that happen? But I know there's a story around that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it started with TikTok. And so on TikTok, I actually has 351 hundred followers. Okay. Um, on, I, um, 2020, I was getting divorced or started that in 2019, but, um, and I'd always wanted to, to kind of do, I'd kind of been interested in coaching and sharing the principles as a school psychologist, but I thought it needed to be in person because I always did stuff in person. And that was hard to do as I was the lead school psychologist at my time. So I had a lot of supervision duties and just a lot in being a mom and then getting divorced and the pandemic, I was like, oh, I want to, maybe I'll, I saw this thing by Danielle Leslie it was like course from scratch. And she just, it was this eight week program, but you, you came what you wanted to teach, but like, you just, you did it. And I like put it on a PayPal credit card because it was a lot, but I was like, um, it was right around the summer and my kids weren't the first time, like no one's going anywhere. And so I was like living with my parents. I was like, if I do this, like, I think I can get us our own place kids, you know? And, <laughs> um, and so I would, I just did it. And so I, because I put, you know, $1,700 on a PayPal credit, I was like, I at least have to try to make this back. Um, so I was like, I will follow whatever Danielle says. And, and one of them was like, now at first it was like, you message everybody in your phone being like, I'm starting a new business. And I was like, no, but I had like already committed to like, I wrote out what my course was going to be like, there's this live group. And then I was like, I do not want anybody to know that I'm doing this. Like, this is so embarrassing. Like, I want to just secretly do it, but she's like, do it. And so I was like, I did it. And then it was like, now you do your first post on Instagram. And I was like, oh. I was like, I hated photographs of myself. And so I had my boyfriend like set me up with my coffee and like just took a photo and wrote something. And I was just so tough for me to just do that first post. And how Danielle said to like get clients was to like, I'm not bashing her or anything, but it yeah. was not really in alignment with what I wanted to do, like DMing people and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, if people are going to want to work with me, they're going to want to work with me, especially with anxiety. I can't be sliding into people's DMs. Like I can't be, that wasn't for me. So I was actually okay with not doing that. But I was like, I'm just going to keep posting. And then I think my daughter was like, what about TikTok? And I was like, what? And so I did one post that was not great, but I just watched TikTok. 
So I started watching and I was like laughing so hard. I was like, this was like prime TikTok to me, like 2020, I would die with laughter. And so then I had an idea just with this like trending um, sound and it went viral. Um, and so I, I think I did my first post September 1st or something. So it was like by September 5th, a, a video on health anxiety, like went viral. It was like a seven second video, but I it was like blowing my mind. I was like, what? Like just watching it go. And, um, and so I got inspired and then I did one on like intrusive thoughts. And it was, again, like it went viral and, um, and it, so it just started from there. And then I would just, I was very comfortable making videos on TikTok. So I would just kind of, um, do them on Instagram as well. And so my TikTok is the thing that really grew because I loved, I just felt I'd get, I'd be inspired. Um, and sometimes it would kind of be 50, 50, where I'd see like a trending sound and just have this idea for anxiety, or I just make, I'd have my own little pieces. Um, and, and then Instagram was a crazy rocky ride. Cause it was like slower to start. Um, and then right before I hit 25 K my account was hacked and then held at ransom. Like mm -hmm. it was so crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, um, and then I got it back. I had to pay a hacker. Like it was so crazy. I was like, what? And then I've had just so many weird things on Instagram because then they used to give me bonuses, but then my videos, then they would have me like say like you violated the terms and then around the whole time of abortion and everything, I just, people were really mad at, at I, however I said it, my account was just done. It was like, so right around, I think that time I had 75, that was last summer. I just lost my account for two months. It was like, and I just thought, well, I guess it's over. And then it was funny because I got sick and I was home with the flu. And I was like, just watching YouTube videos of, cause it was past the time when they were like, your account is just forever gone. But yeah. I just had the time in bed because that's why I feel like, you and know, you find anything on YouTube on YouTube. So I literally like there was one that was like, you have to play these games. And I was like, I don't know, I care. So I was doing this and I filled all these forms and then poof, I got my account back. Um, so that's why I, I always feel like health is not good or bad. It's an opportunity. If I was not sick, I would not have had the time I spent. And so then I got my account back. Um, and yeah. And so. So that's how, then I've just grown organically. I think I, I love making videos. I think, and the reason I brought TikTok up was I think because before there wasn't reels and I just felt very uncomfortable being just in a still photograph or with my writing. I feel confident more with my writing actually, cause I just talk to text. Um, but I feel like I can be funny and I can be light in a video and that's and so that's where I've just grown. And I've actually, I've not, I love TikTok too, but like, I love Instagram more. Um, and that's where I just feel like it's easier to connect as a community. Um, yeah. and that's my I, social media journey. I like that. I, I like that you said that, that part where, see, like what I do is I help clients, right? I have clients get out there and there is so much noise out there about, you know, DM people and I'm like I get so offended when I get DM'd I I get like you know what you're intruding man just there's there's other ways to do it there's just other ways to do it and so I don't DM I never DM and I very rarely respond to DMs so when I get DMs they get they get side sidetracked I'm sorry guys that's how that is because it's just like i if you want to reach me you got to go to my website and send me an email and do the contact form and do the thing that needs to be done because it it just 
it just doesn't work. It feels yucky to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like, I don't know, it's the new, the new old car salesperson, right? It's like the, the year 2000s old cars salesperson kind of thing, you know, or the vacuums, the vacuum salespeople, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I just, I don't know, I, I don't like it, but I, I, I like that, that what you do is if they like you, you, you know, you got plenty of content to show them. If, if you want to work with me, reach out, like, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and also when I first started making videos and it's still the same way, and that's why I never even want to lose it. I'd never felt so fulfilled in my life. Like it was after my intrusive thoughts video, people were saying to me, which had nothing to do with me. I mean, it did in that yeah. I made the video. They're like, I wanted to kill myself before I saw this video. You changed my life. And I would just, I have a, a document where I save a lot of the messages that I would get and share it with my parents. And I was like, I mean, I am very fulfilled as a mother, um, but there was something, whether good or bad or stroking my ego or not, like that reaching people just with my content, I was like, I could die happy because I am a helper at my core. And so to be able to impact people so they can learn something about themselves so they can realize, oh, I'm not broken. And also I had such a hard time putting into words. It's it's funny because we started with this speak and be heard. Yeah. I couldn't explain it. I couldn't, I couldn't explain what my experience was. So being on the other side, I, I'll get this idea and I'll say it. People say, I'm taking this to my therapist or, or now so many therapists recommend me, but I'm so happy to one, let people know how okay they are, how perfect they are, how they have everything, but also sometimes whether it's just a weird feeling to give them that word and they could share that with somebody to say, oh, this is what I'm experiencing. I couldn't put it into words. Um, so being able to reach so many people and like they don't have to necessarily work with me is was is so fulfilling. Um, and it's, it's just a really, but then, yeah, I don't, I, I felt very uncomfortable, especially when, because anxiety can involve suffering. It felt very like salesy and poachy. And it was like, if you want to work with me, work with me, but like, I'm not chasing, you know, like, yeah. uh, here's me. And, um, yeah, yeah and nobody, nobody really needs us. Like, you yeah. know, they, nobody needs us. You, you're, you guys are all fine. You're, you're good. Right. You can, you can hear the truth in what we say, and you can hear the crap in what we say. You know, you're, if you can just be able to listen from within and, and know this place in you that just knows, just like you know you like chocolate or you know you like vanilla, you know, there's that place inside you. Anybody that's talking in front is not, they are not your savior there's you are your own person yeah yeah well and that's why i don't know i'm not more special than anybody yeah you know and that's why it's like i i i love that because you are your own savior and you also you have everything everything is just right there in a quiet mind it's just right there and yeah. that's what i think i realized for me it was like oh you know sometimes you just have to wait a minute and then yeah. you hear it, you know, and sometimes I wait, sometimes if it was something about my, my kid's health or something, I'd feel anxious. I was also fine. And I'd let it go. And I didn't need the, I didn't need to know Google and find this answer. It was like, if something revved up at me, it was fine. I was like, I'll let it go and see what I see. And, 
most often the next day, I would just have this feeling it's not a problem, or I'd have an insight about it, or it might be, I'm going to talk to see if Dickon could have a session to talk about this, but like, yeah. it was no longer, um, yeah, it was often like, I was okay with, oh, I don't really see this clearly. Let me just, let me just yeah. let it be. And then let me see what comes up. And also, that's also really cool for anybody. Like if there's something that <clears throat> you're not seeing clearly, find somebody that you can talk to, to say all the crap that's in the way. And then maybe they can guide you towards clarity or, you know, let you hear, okay, well, that's in the way, or that's, that's not real. I don't think that's real. Like, let's, I think that that is such a, a great, healthy way to live life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think what the principles are, it's like kind of a guide to how do you live life and you can navigate anything you've got it within yourself. And there might be a time when, oh, what's a friend or a teacher or a mentor that I could have this conversation to help me have some clarity? Because it's not, oh, I'm broken. How do I fix it? But it's like, oh. how can I see something different? Yes. You know, and can I have a conversation to help me have some clarity or help? Yeah. And see it differently. But it's, it's such a different energy than, oh, like I'm broken or this is this big problem. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not really seeing this how I want to see it. Lily, thank you so much for accepting to come and play with me. Thank you for having me. I, I was like, so I was, I, I always love seeing you on calls and I was so excited now that we've get to have one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Let me, let me, you want to give them people, tell them how they can reach you. Cause yeah. now it's like, we haven't branded it yet, but Lily just knows if you want to reach with, <laughs> if you want to reach out to her, Lily knows. I love that. That might be a play on words. I'm like, I kind of, um, I feel like some insecurity of like, I don't know, but I love to play. Um, but, um, oh yeah, on TikTok, I'm just at peace from within. Okay. On Instagram, there's an underscore peace from within. And, and then also my website is just peace dash from dash within, which is lengthy. But if you type peace from within Lily in Google, I'll come up yeah. and from either social media, you can find my website. I, all my offerings, but also I have literally, um, I have like 2000 videos. So, and also yeah. I have YouTube, which is peace from within too, where I have longer videos. Fantastic. Well, thank you very, very much. I hope you have a, a, a beautiful rest of the of the summer, not the winter, the summer. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you do too. It was so Thanks. lovely to see you. Same here. Everybody else, I'm going to say dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want and see you next week. Bye.